It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to the final episode of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs for 2022. It's Mark returning with Rob and Ryan. And boys, uh, I'd say you did a, a passable job holding down the fort last week. There's some bad advice, but, you know, that's usually what you give out when I'm with you on the podcast anyway. So I guess it's, it was all right. Yeah, well, mate, now that uh, grand final week's over, we're glad to have you back on the podcast. You know, we've, we've lifted yeah. the ban on uh, non-grand final teams. So welcome <laughs> back, mate. Yeah, no, mate, I appreciate you letting me come back and, uh, you know, make my uh, make my presence known for uh, for this week. And, um, Rob, you've all uh, you've taken the dog for a walk and you're ready to settle in for a, a night of late-night podcasting, podcasting? Yeah, 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 going well. It's, pre- it's pretty late here in New Zealand, mate, so um, yeah. waiting for you to drive home. So, no, happy to, yeah. happy to jump in for the last week. Mate, well, I know you're getting plenty of sleep at the moment anyway, so a little bit of a late night tonight won't hurt you. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, boys, tonight we've got a huge podcast. We're going to just rip into some uh, little bit of uh, end-of-season review and um, uh, some maybe some lessons that we learned and maybe a little bit of a preview for next year and, and some exciting stuff. Depending on how much time we got, we I might, may or may not leak the uh, the plans we've got for next year. You'll have to wait until right at the end of the podcast. And don't just skip to the end or I'll know. Um <laughs> <laughs> Boys, I want to start off with some of the uh, the comments that we got on the on the socials today from people. Um, so that I, I don't know if we've got any actual physical trade questions. Uh, it seems like we do actually have a couple. Um, uh, definitely on Facebook. So, um, uh, good to see Kyle has uh, jumped in here. Um, it's good to know that he's listening to the pod. Uh, because he's come back and he's obviously heard that we're hanging shit on him, that we were going to get in front of him in the talking league versus amateurs <laughs> overall league. And we finally got him last year. I can't, I got last week. I can't, don't know how I got him because my, I just had a not great week with no center cover with him by and Aiken both out. So um, did you guys actually put any, put any wins together in the grand finals or do you, you both losers like me? Uh, no, mate, I, I knocked off Rob, uh, what, oh. round 23 in a grand yeah, final? Yeah, we, we had a 23 final for our cash league. How did you go last week in the Hurt Locker, Ryan? Um, yeah, well, I, I was, so I won the, the AIDS Cup, which is the league from uh, the old group, the lounge back in the Congrats, day. Mate. I picked that up. And then um, the Hurt Locker, unfortunately, I lost. I, I lost by 45 points, and that was uh, because Damian Cook didn't play. I reckon if Cook had played... I probably would have won. I think probably all you needed, all I needed Cook to do was score forty six points. But unfortunately, positive rat test ended my grand final dreams. So unfortunately, take the take the second prize there. Tough times, and um, yeah, shout out to Dale, not Trident Dale, different Dale who won the uh, won the Hurt Locker there. So, um, boys, outside of that, we do have a couple of questions. I reckon we might just rip into the questions and just nut these out of the way. What do you think? Yeah, man. Yeah, get the fantasy, get the fantasy out of the way. Get to the fun stuff. All right. Was there anything ha- that happened? What, is there anything that happened in the uh, team list today? I actually haven't uh, even looked at the team uh, list. Kaya the, entire, the entire Panthers team not playing. Basically, the the only three talking points is Cooks not playing, Aiken's back, and the Panthers aren't playing anyone. That's and the, everything else is as per program, basically. Yeah, great. All right. So, 
Um, so Zion is very unhappy with his commissioner who set up his grand final in round 25. Um, heard whispers Latrell is getting rested. Um, so is he named? Yeah, he's he named. named. He, he didn't train today, so I think they're going to take it a bit oh. easy on him through the weeks. But I, I think he'll play. Yeah. Um, who, so if he doesn't play, who's the best wing fullback to replace him? So I guess it's important to have a look at when they actually play. Um, yeah, it's true. Uh, the I mean, game they, in the recess. So he, yeah. He's asking about just trading him to Manu if he doesn't play, which I think is is fine. Yeah, I think it's probably a, a fine move. Um, there's not too many good options out there anyway, so why not Manu? Yeah, so Manu or Tedesco um, is is the two options. So, uh, I mean, the other thing is if he says if the troll does play, uh, he does have a trade left, so there's no point hanging on to it. Um, his weak point in his 17 is Max King and Kelma Tuolungi, but no cash in the bank. Which one of those would you trade and who to if you could only do the one? Um, Tuolungi's no 528. Yeah, 528. He's done yeah. pretty well to get up there. He's he a knows, jet yeah. since I sold him the second time. King's 614. King only scored 34 last week. No King went pretty bad. Would you go King play? to Jack Bird? Yeah. I, I mean, I like Bird. How much is Birdie? Or like Luciano with no Panthers players? Or... Bird 614 as well. It was the exact same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the Birdie shout. I like the Bird shout, to be honest. He is such a trial. I, I've honestly hated watching him because um, I've played him basically every week throughout the finals as a non-owner and really him getting sin-binned <laughs> won me a grand final. But, yeah, no, as, in terms of a player, he's just such a trier. He's, he's, him and Ben Hunt are like the two blokes in that Dragon team that just turn up every week. Yeah. No, uh, and, like, yeah, you, uh, you look, like he's one of those guys, I don't know if he'd be a good bloke or a shit bloke, but he'd be all right. I, reckon, he, I, I like watching him play football. Yes, right. And yes, Rob, we will come back to your segment. Okay, mate? No, 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 no. Just make a call. Is he a good bloke or a shit bloke? That's all I, that's all I really wanted. No, oh, I don't know, mate. It probably depends what he's drinking. Is he on the rumbos or is he just having a couple of beers with the boys? I think if he's just having a couple of beers, he'd probably be all right. But I could see him standing out the front of the bank at two o'clock in the morning trying to fight somebody for sure. Oh, uh, yeah, I could <laughs> as well. Yeah. He'd you be know? breaking tackles, though. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, mate, he'd be, he'd be palming people in the chest left, right, and center out the front of the nightclubs at 2 o'clock He's in the morning. Let me so tell you. slippery. No way good you're taking that. Yeah. No, good <laughs> luck to the bouncers trying to get him. Good yeah, luck. Exactly right. Yeah. Just him and Tedesco just taking a competition to see how many bouncers they can bounce off <laughs> before they get put on the fa- on the pavement. Um, shout out to Toby, who said he beat the Lone Scout in his head-to-head final and says that they're the real amateurs. <laughs> Oh, the Lone Scout. All right, Matt Matt has a technical question. He wants to know, uh, NRL-related, not fantasy-related, if the Panthers, seen as the Panthers have named a, a basically reserve-grade team, if they get 50 put on them by the Cowboys this week, are they eligible to win the grand final based on? Well, the real stat is um, of the last, 10, the, the last 10 premiers have all scored 50 points in a season. So that means the Cowboys have now become the real premiers because there's only three teams that have scored 50 this year. So, Okay. Who scored 50? Uh, Melbourne. Melbourne, Panthers, and, Roosters. and Para. Oh, yeah, no, Melbourne, Roosters uh, put 72 on the Tigers. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Roosters did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Timmy, a.k.a. Shooter from Talking League, says, 
Uh, you can mention how terrible I've been at the back end of the season. I won't be offended. Good luck for next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I just had to read it out and that was enough for me, so that was fine. I like that they're finally participating in the banter now the season's over and I haven't been able to bait them until now. Um, I'll shout out to – so there's a guy here, Mark, on Instagram who says, uh, shout out to the sports nerds. Uh, which is his league that he played in. If any of you are listening to this, thanks for the free money. <laughs> Suck it, sports nerds. <laughs> yeah, so easily his best ever season. Uh, first time listening to the amateurs. Interesting note is he decided after something I said in the round two podcast to pick up Isaiah Yo, and he's thinking that maybe there must have been some sort of a bug where he got the, the beta version of the, the Yo <laughs> expansion pack. He got the early yeah, access. To must be on a different different app to us, eh? I don't, I didn't, I didn't see him. The alpha testing. Yeah. yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon he got some sort of a an early release, like VIP early release or something like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Austin Murphy wants to stick the boot into David Fafita for letting Sean Lane average the same as him this year. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair cop. That is a yep. fair cop. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Lane is average. Oh. Yeah, wow, 53 for Lane. Uh, <laughs> Jack Kulabrakis wants to stick it to TPJ, who spends more time holding an interchange guard than playing football. <laughs> so true. Just oh, that's a waste, cool. all your, waste all your interchanges on just various Pengai subs. <laughs> yeah, you've yeah, got to sub Pengai off three times a game. <laughs> uh, good, good gear. Nothing on Twitter. All right, I've got two more comments on Instagram and then we'll rip into our stuff. Um, so walking with PT Pete, uh, he said he's looking forward to this podcast. Probably going to be the best one all year. Thanks to you guys who are amazing. Made it to the semis and looking forward to seeing what's next. Thanks, mate. Like and uh, final comment before we get into what we want to talk about um, is from good friend of the show, Will. Uh, he says, thanks. Cheers for all the advice, lads, this year. We'll miss the pod every Tuesday night. What are our predictions for the Premiership? Uh, so let's go. Who's going to play in the grand final? Who's going to win it? And he also adds on the end of it, Ivan Cleary's a wanker. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. That's exactly what it says. Also, Coming also, in real hot. Also, Cleary's a wanker, and then in brackets, Ivan. <laughs> That's what I, I love it. I, I love it. It's great stuff. So, all right. So, Rob, starting with you, mate. Uh, no, the Warriors can't make it. Who's going yeah, to be statistically the two- out now? I think so. Yeah. Um, Who's the two teams in the grand final and who wins it? I think it's going to be Panthers Storm. Mm. Same as last year. Who and and do Panthers take it out again or not? And Panthers win. Yep. That's my that's my that's my guess. I think. Man, I I thought that the Roosters were going to miss <laughs> miss the eight. Eh? I was pretty hot on that. Um, but then they showed up in a big way. I just never want to rule out the Roosters or the Storm, basically. I do you know love what? The I'm, real, I'm real dirty on my $2.35 bet on the Broncos to make the eight. I'm fucking fuming about that. They have <laughs> shat the bed so much, hey, since. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> Excuse the language. I am. I'm filthy. Um, yeah, I, mate, I actually like the Roosters to just take the whole thing out. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. No. It, it, it's very hard to win from outside the top eight, but I mean, if a team's going to do it, jeez. Yeah. So you look at so this week, Para plays Melbourne, 
assuming that Melbourne win and the Roosters can beat the Rabbitohs, the Roosters will get to play the loser of the Cowboys and Sharks and then not the Panthers in the grand final, I think. So uh, in the in the prelim final, so like I could see I could see a Roosters Sharks grand final maybe if the Roos because even if the Roosters get the Panthers, I think they can knock them off. Um, yeah, you don't want to play the Roosters or the Storm too early, do you? I think in the no in the playoffs. But, but yeah, I like the Sharks too. I think they're they they could go on a good run. Um, I think the Sharks are. are are a chance of making the grand final, but no chance of winning it. You got to be a chance if you make the grand final, though, surely. Oh, mate, the Cowboys made the grand final in 2017, and I'm here to tell you there was no chance of them winning it. Yeah, <laughs> look, we won made the grand final in 2011, and <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, I don't think they played that game, so it's fine. Yeah, well, that's that's probably been a reflection of their last 11 seasons following that as well. So yeah, it's a yeah. sign of things to come, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Ryan, what about you, mate? I'm going to say a Panthers-Cowboys grand final and uh, oh. the Panthers, Panthers win. Oh, mate, you almost had me up and about then. I thought you were going to <laughs> My heart can't stand it. So, no, nah, that's good. No, I, I, I love the Cowboys. I just don't think they've got the uh, – I think they have um, forgotten everything that they learned in the off-season in the first half of the season and they're now playing like the 2021 Cowboys. Well, the thing with the Cowboys is like their big their big advantage is their fitness. Like they are the fittest team in the comp, and like you see that that they really start to come into their own in like the last twenty minutes of games. Like if they can hang in there, that that's when they really shine in those last twenty minutes. But like mm. if it, it's when the games are refereed to a point where there's just constant stoppages, like they lose that advantage. Like you know, I think Peyton touched on that in his press conference, and he was right. He's, he's spot yeah. on. Like, that is their advantage. So it really depends how how the finals footy is refed. And in years past, the whistle tends to go away in the finals, which yeah. leans me to okay. think the Cowboys are going to be okay. Okay, okay. And, mate, with, with Miracle Man Chad Townsend, anything, anything can happen. Oh, exactly. And is the young Darren Lockyer. Yeah, young Darren Lockyer, mate. Is, is he's, not back this week. Right? he's not back this no. week, but he's, he's supposed to be back come, from, come the finals, I think. All right, boys, I reckon – so I have actually done some research today. Ooh. That's in the I car have, home or <laughs> – Well, no, I did a lot in the car home actually. Um, and I listened to two podcasts, and Ryan, I believe, and Rob, we, you all, both also listened to podcasts that we did throughout the year or in the preseason, didn't you? Yep. Yep. So we are actually going to go back through and go through some of our preseason calls that we made and some analysis that we did on players and see exactly how good we are. So, Rob, have you got a notepad and pen and paper in front of you? Uh, I've, I've typed it out, but uh, you, you no, mean no, to take I'm notes on you. To take notes on what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, I can do that, mate. Okay. So I listened to our um, Real or Mirage episode and our podcast, well, 85 to 90% of our podcast episode. Um, So what I want to do, Ryan and Rob, is go through, give you a really brief uh, snapshot of what we said, bring up any talking points, and then give ourselves a a percentage of correctness out of 100%, Ryan. So obviously I'm making Rob the statistician for this one because he actually wasn't involved. um, And if we need an impartial judge, he's going to need to judge whether we were – 
correct or incorrect and, and award us a, a point. So, so should we do like half, like, you know, full point if we're spot on, half a point if we were sort of right, and then zero points if we're completely off? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I think so. And and if it was so wrong that it's embarrassing, it's negative. <laughs> negative okay. one. Oof. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, uh, we start off in the studs and duds, a.k.a. Real and Mirage episode with Nathan Cleary as the highest owned player at this point. And I actually am I'm going to get to part of this and at some point I'm going to pull up and give you a lesson that I've learned while listening to these podcasts. Um, so obviously we spoke about Nathan Cleary being a p- potential gun or likely gun, top top elite scorer. Um, and, and real, which is, I think that's fine. But I mean, like the question needs to be asked was starting with him. Well, he obviously didn't play round one. No. So, but I think a couple of people, did anyone start with him anyway? I'm sure some people did. Yeah. I think we had like one or two people like right into the pod saying that they started with. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So I reckon we just, we don't score that because he ended up dropping out. Mm. No, that's fair. So that's we'll a, just give that a wash, right? That's a wash. Um, so the the next first one becomes Ryan Pappenhausen, who obviously we were gushing about in the preseason, said he was a must buy. He's real, um, and I'm happy to give us a point for that one because he was a gun up until he wasn't. Yeah, up until he was injured. Yeah, he was really good. Yep, happy with that, uh, Judge Rob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good mate. All right, we move on to the next one here, where it becomes a uh, a question mark here. So, well, well, probably not. So, Stephen Crichton, we had we had him down as probably on the borderline of real, but then when Nathan Cleary got ruled out, we moved he moved him to a firm real, um, with the jewel obviously pushing him to a yes, projecting like you know mid to high thirties plus a goal kicking. Um, Pretty so without. Man. Yeah, without the goal, the goal kicking, we compared him to a uh, a nightclub three o'clock hookup where you're just looking around for the best option, and that that seems to be them. Um, which at that time, that's that's what he was. So I'm I'm happy with a full point for that one. Ding. Yep. Yep. Now this one here, I want to give us two points for. Ooh. Okay. And Rob, I want you to, and this is because it's from specificity. Um, so Matt Burton. Oh. We said, yeah. do not buy him early rounds. Look to buy him in round nine or ten once the tough first eight games have happened. We could it's not have been more spot money, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What, what round is the round that we all got him in the end? Was it? About round nine, ten, I think. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You can have three points. <laughs> no, just two, mate. Just two. Don't be over the top. What a revelation. Yeah. Yeah, well done. yeah that, well that done, was boys. just an absolute perfect analysis there by us. That was really good quality. Um, next one, not so good, Lachlan Ilias. Um, we had him down as a real but a slow burn, uh, which I guess which is probably right, really. Is right, but neither of us ended up actually starting with him, so I think I only want to give us half a point for that. I did start with him, but I sold him after round one because uh, right. someone better popped up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, his price was just all over the place. Eh? He kind of like made it, then lost it, then made it again. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. I think have. it was better better to have him than not have him. All things considered. Mm. Yeah, half maybe a if, point. You, if you kept. I'm happy him. with half a point. Half a point. Yeah, half a point. Yeah. All right, Chris Randall, real no Jaden Brownley, easy one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Xavier Coates is a mirage. Lazy. 
and no base stats. Maybe a chance to score some more tries with the Storm, but more than likely um, going to be highly volatile and not that good of a buy. Yep, ding. Ding, full point. <laughs> yep, what a dad. Payne Haas. What's the upside to buying him round one of the season? Uh, now, obviously, when Cleary got ruled out, Ryan, you actually decided to start with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shane was uh, adamant. That that was the episode that we did with Shane, the number one finisher from 2021. Uh, he was adamant that Haas was a, a good starter. So he, he was really up until he did his shoulder. He was a, a he was going really well. Yeah, he I'm averaged seventy one a- in the first five weeks. Yeah, mm. I'm I'm, ha- I, I'm happy to give us a half a point for that, or do you want to give us a whole point? I think half is fine. Half I think it was defensible not starting with him, but only Shane, due to injury. Yeah. yeah, Shane gets a full point. Shane gets a full yeah. point. No, yeah, fair enough. Who the hell is Davi Moali? <laughs> is he in the app? That's literally what I like. What I said. Who the hell is Davi Moali? Um, and we told everyone to take him out of a team, which was an easy one when he wasn't named. So I, I don't want to give us a point for that. It's quite remarkable he didn't get a single thirty all season. <laughs> Just hovered between yeah, that, eleven and twenty nine. That's actually kind of impressive. Hey, by the way, Rob, can you keep tally of how many uh, players that we're actually counting? Because I want to do a percentage as well. So we've yeah. done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, but two of them have been non-scored, so seven. Who else didn't we score? Wiley. Cleary. And Randall. No, oh, Randall. No, no, Randall, was, no oh. Randall was a tick, yeah. Okay, so right. Cleary didn't count because he didn't play round one. Pat, good. Crichton, good. Burton, double points. Ilias, half a point. Randall, good. Coates, good. Haas, half a point. Who the hell is David Moali? It's nine. Okay. So Moali, we're saying, is a tick because you no, said he was No, he's shit. just – no, well, he didn't get named, so just don't, don't oh, score Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep, yep. yep. Cool. All right. Tom Trebojevic is a mirage. Try scoring, try assist, unsustainable. Yes. Bang on. It's Bang really on. lovely. Joseph Suwali, we're not scoring because he didn't play till round six, but we said be careful of the Liz Frank injury. Even if he plays round one, he's probably going to start slow, um, but not named, so don't play him. Mm-hmm. Jack Howarth, Mirage, probably not going to play. Uh, he didn't play at all the entire year, even with the origin, so definitely no, but don't score that. Just leave that as a zero, like not, neither. Blake Taff, Mirage. Full, full marks? Yep. Yeah, finally I'd listened. <laughs> Isaac Targo, real. Good work rate. We're happy to transfer that across. And I think we had him as our second best cash cow of the year. Oh, I'm, yes. um, who, I can't remember who was number one. But he was really high. No, he was sort of, we weren't sure about minutes with him. So he actually doesn't appear in either episode. Uh, but yeah, so Targo... Um, Sean Bloor, RIP. Um, yeah, big rep. Yeah, he, that's a zero because he didn't play a game. Ewan Aiken, uh, real. Uh, happy to start with him as the center, gun center instead of Matt Burton. 
Um, yep. This was, remember when NRL, NRL Physio tried to tell us that Tohu Harris was going to be back in round three? <laughs> it was some weird mail with Tohu, wasn't there, um, floating yeah. around. And it was it's all just like, from him. It was all from <laughs> their physio. Did they just forget that he's 30-year-old, like a 30-year-old coming back from an ACL? <laughs> yeah, look. Yeah. So anyway, so we said we were happy to not worry about that. We thought it was going to be round eight or nine um, and just roll with you and Aiken. So full marks for us for that. And this is Absolutely. an interesting one, and I'm interested to hear. I'm not going to say my my thoughts on this, but I want to hear your thoughts on this, Rob. Xavier mm-hmm. Savage. Eye test says he's a jet. It's only a matter of time before he takes the job from Charles Nickel Clockstar and is going to be a buy when he starts. I think that's almost bang on, right? Yeah, that's that's. I don't know if you could be more correct than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's it's not even that. Chance is bad. It's just that Savage is better, right? Yeah, exactly right. Talatau Moan, uh, we had him down as real but uh, dangerous with regards to job security. I don't know. He played every game. He played yeah. every game and he was a bit of a dud until about halfway through the season. Weird, yeah. like late, late season cash cow, right? Potentially. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go down as a zero points for that. Yep, zero. Um, so uh, William K, remember him? Uh, oh, obviously, yeah, yeah. Mirage. We're not scoring, but I want to deduct a point here. Um, okay. But then I also want to add one, so I'm going to neutralize it out at zero. Okay. So I said, specifically me, I said there's no way that the Tigers are going to move Hastings to lock. <laughs> <laughs> That's a defensible take, I think. <laughs> But I also said that Luke Garner was probably going to end up playing centre. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. So uh, I'm happy to neutralise that at a zero or maybe a negative 0.5. Because not only did they move Hastings to lock, but that he was arguably, you know, a very good performer at that position. So. No, I'm fine um, with a zero. Wash, yeah. Yeah, call it a wash. All right. Stefano. We were not sure about Stefano. He was giving us the heebie-jeebies early about the minutes in a crowded Tigers forward pack. Pretty right there, I think. Yeah. yeah I mean, like injuries, he did, way. Yeah, I want to go with half a point for that because he did get injuries and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Half a point. Yeah. Jaden Burrell, um, don't score him, said he wouldn't play this year, which he hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, this is probably the one where we got it the most right and the most wrong at the same time. Okay. Which player is it? Uh, Toby Sexton. I'll give you a clue. No, he, we just got him wrong. Okay. Um, we, I'll give you a clue. We've already said his name so far on the podcast. Jack Bird? No. Tavita Pangai Jr. Mm. He was nominated as real but risky due to suspensions, but then they brought in that thing about the judiciary. Hmm. The advice was to ride the lightning. <laughs> I mean, the lightning was good for a little while. <laughs> until it wasn't. Yeah, until it wasn't. I think if you and started really him, wasn't. Tra- I think you started him and traded him at the right time, you ended up with a net positive. It's only if you tried to hang on and ride it out that you ended up in trouble. Because, I mean, he hmm. started out with 56, the 20 wasn't great. 
but then 81, 51, 26 wasn't, 28 wasn't great. 58, 54, 60, 27, mm. 53. But yeah, basically if you try to hold him through like round 16 onwards, that's where you've really yeah. been punished. So I think I'm, I'm, I almost want to call it a wash, but it's just was funny because <laughs> he was bad for all of the wrong reasons that we thought he was going to be bad for. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even get suspended, did he? He was, he just got benched. Right. It was no, just injuries, was, injuries. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. We did say he was going to be the biggest beneficiary of the, uh, uh, offload, the off- which was which correct as well. Right. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I, I, I just want to give it a zero because, it hasn't been an enjoyable experience. And we were actively pushing people towards Pengai in the preseason, which I think he could we'll have done. Probably be doing it probably be doing it next preseason when well, he's four hundred K too. He's four hundred K. You're right. Okay. But that, we'll deal with that next year. Um <laughs> Nico Hines. Um we said he's an absolute jet. Just get him in there on the eye test. But oh, no. in but I want to reduce it to half a point because in the podcast, um, I put Toby Sexton and Nico Hines in the same tier of scoring. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, But, I mean, you realise the error of your words before the start of the season, right? I guess you started with Sexton and Hines. I did not. I did not. No, he didn't. No. Mate, we were halfway through the season when he said uh, Sexton and DCE, the, there's no material difference. So oh, that's right. Yeah, no. His tiny eyes just enchanted us, didn't they? <laughs> it's just, he distracted me, man. He's like a yeah, like Medusa. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, so only half a point for Nico Hines. Uh, Kobe Hetherington, he's a mirage. And not only that, but he's an absolute dud, which I think was correct and strongly against the grain at the time. Absolutely. James Tedesco is a gun, but not a per- player to start the season with. That's that's is- right, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Because he lost Very a bit, strong. and then there was a good time to buy him. Like, there is every year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's usually about two weeks before Origin starts, <laughs> which scares people out yeah. of buying him. It ends up being the wrong decision <laughs> to not buy him. Um, yeah, so full, full marks for that one. Um, Will Penasini, real, but projecting a high to mid to high 30s average, um, which seems to be about right. Yeah, about what he's averaged all year. Yep, 38.5. I'd call that that full marks. Yeah, very good. Dave Fafita, too risky. Don't know how many minutes he's going to be playing and injuries and blah, 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 which in fairness was correct for most of the season. Still didn't listen to that advice, but... <laughs> yeah. No. You started with them, didn't you, Ryan? Yeah, I did, yeah. Cleary <laughs> being ruled out uh, gave me a, a blood rush of too much money to spend. Yeah, I'll Sorry, I got point. home late, so I'm, I'm trying to eat my chicken Kiev while we're recording, guys. No, no worries. <laughs> you, you take your time. <laughs> That's right. We're not, in a, we're not in a hurry, mate. It's not like it's really late at night or anything. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, this is quality. It is, mate. Kurt Catewell, to bring it to quality, Kurt Catewell, not fantasy relevant. Full marks. Boom. Mm. Origin relevant, though. Mm. Well, obviously. 
Origin hero. Kalen Ponga, not fantasy relevant. Oh, was that us or TK that said that? Me, me. (laughs) I said it. And you got a man regardless, did you? Yeah, apparently I made a bet with somebody on Twitter in the preseason that he wasn't going to be a top five wing fullback in fantasy, which is 100% correct, but I have no idea who I made a bet with. (laughs) And then you got him in halfway through the season and TK said he wasn't fantasy relevant. Oh, man, I was fired up about it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Sean Johnson, not fantasy relevant. Boom. Not NRL relevant. Get not NRL relevant. I mean, we're three in a row there, boys. Three full marks in a row. Um, and you've got to remember, like, we're giving a full full marks for saying that people weren't fantasy relevant, but these players were in, like, 15-plus percent of teams at this point. Mm. Yeah. Ruben Cotter. Mm. Todd Payton is a Seabold. <laughs> <laughs> That's a poor take. Tom Alolo is going to play the most minutes of the Cowboys' middle forwards on a per-game basis. Um, Reuben um, Cotter will likely play 50 to 55 minutes in a Connor Watson role off the bench, which, in fairness, now is right. Yeah, I, I don't. I feel like that's probably a zero. Um, yeah. It's not, so I think Tom Alolo probably has played the most minutes on average of all the Cowboys' forwards. It's just not enough. And he yeah. won't spend any time at all at hooker. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Robson's just a jet, right? Yeah. I didn't actually – I just oh, – no, I – yeah. I, I thought Granville was going to spend time at hooker. But, I mean, yeah, I think it's a zero if not a 0.5. Mm-hmm. Andrew Davey, he didn't play round one, so he's a wash. Uh, Isaiah Papali'i is a gun, but don't buy him right now. Buy him cheaper later in the season. Absolutely right. 100% right. Uh, Chance Nickel Cookstar, he's real, he's a jet, and we are idiots. <laughs> you said, uh, so you said Savage is going to knock him out and to buy Clockstar at the same time. Yeah, we said, we said start with Clockstar if he's the wing full, if he's the fullback, and if it's Savage, you save 70 something grand and go down to Savage. Lovely. Yeah, which was, you know, correct, really. Um, uh, so yeah, we we get zero we get zero for that for CNK. Actually, I'm looking at probably I don't know if we get a point for that actually because he started at 782 and he got up to 930 before he started coming back down. Oh, people were true. still buying him at 932, and then you got you managed to get him in the 700s way later at exactly the same price. But you yeah, I see what you mean, Ryan. Like if you'd started with him, you wouldn't be unhappy uh, if you started with him. I think it's a zero. Right, let's. Oh, this is zero. Okay, fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Should have started with him instead, to... of, instead of Payne Haas, right? Oh, mate. Well, actually, you wait until you get the next. You wait until you hear one in the podcast episode. It was actually really good, this one. Um, but it's to do with Payne Haas. Um, I'm going to give it a minus um, for me saying that the hammer was real. At, yeah. At fullback. That's a negative one. Not great. Yep. Um, Jack Bird, uh, we were concerned with his minutes, um, but in fairness, you said if he gets a, a full eighty-minute roll on the edge, and he's he's a good option. So I think he got that. So I think we probably need to give it a plus zero point five. Yeah, half point. I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, Harry Grant is a gun. 
Mark has no concerns whatsoever about Brandon Smith stealing hooker minutes because uh, he sucks, good. and I'll fight you, Ryan, if you disagree with me. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 absolutely right. I think my Grant one is that we probably just should have started with Cook instead of Grant. Mm. And, it, it, like, there were only, what, 70K difference at the start. Yeah, um, I think the advice was... Start with Grant, and if you're not going to start with Grant, start with Cook. That was our advice. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yep. Connor Watson, Mirage, not fantasy relevant. Spot on. It was in almost 10% of teams, and um, Angus Crichton's a gun, but don't buy him right now. Buy him later in the season. Spot on. Cool. That's all the ones that were in the top-owned players. Uh, and then we got for the pods in the podcast, Jeremiah Nanai um, will average at least 40. Good option. Don't know why he's in so many, not in, not, not in that many teams. Yep. Top try scorer, mate. How good is he? Yeah, weapon. And we also, for, for added points to give us the full, the full point, um, said that he would not be a base stat player. He'd be a volatile attacking weapon. Mate. Yeah, really? but tries are in his base, right? So, oh yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, Liam Martin, he's a dud, low forties at best, inconsistent minutes, uh, which is hundred percent correct. There's a lot of people looking at starting with him. That's why he's in here, even though we get a point for that because he was like seven point something percent. Wild. I haven't even seen him. Well, I forgot he was even in the app. So, yeah. Damien Cook. If you decide not to get Grant, get Cook. And if you've got Payne Haas in your team, spend 25000 less and get Damien Cook instead. Yeah, that's it. I, I wish I'd listened to that advice. Yeah. I also want to read you an excerpt from my In Focus article. Damien Cook takes a small downgrade with the new scoring, roughly one per point per game. We can work that out with stati- statistical variance, but there is a realistic upside that he would average 66-plus points per game this season. What's his average, Matt? 66.2. <laughs> that's, that's incredible. Damn. Um, yeah, so, sorry, I got You're a not- mouthful of chicken to have. We're not too bad here. We've actually uh, gone better than I thought. Oh, we had a couple of howlers. Yeah, we had a couple of howlers too, but it seems like they were being outweighed by the good ones. Oh mate, there's howlers some absolute... are just the, the hot takes though, aren't they? They're not. Oh mate, there's some howlers down the bottom. Oh yeah, yeah. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, there was some strong. There was some strong stuff here. Um, we also mentioned obviously the Rabbitohs playing more through the middle of the field and less on the edge, with the um, decreased attacking potency with no. Uh, Reynolds and um, the change of gameplay, which I think is pretty much bang on. Um, we strongly encourage anybody that had Cameron Murray to spend 60K less and get Pangai instead for safety. Ooh. <laughs> That's an hour. Sorry. Ooh. Yeah, sorry. Actually, I should say, sorry, we were paying 60 60K extra, less. paying 70K extra for Murray for the safety instead of getting Pangai. Oh, we, okay. was, we, we strongly suggested that oh, people right. get Pangai instead. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah that wasn't yeah. great. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, negative one. 
Uh, Nick Kotrick, dud, don't see why so many people are interested. Yep. <laughs> we learned our lesson last year. We did. Yep. We did, and that's what we said. <laughs> uh, Josh Curran, um, uh, obviously we got a bum steer on Tohu. We told people to avoid and said that Pangai was better, um, which probably in the long run is bad. Because yeah, Curran wasn't very good either, though. He started pretty hot. Yeah, he was good for six rounds and then fell off a cliff dramatically. Yep. <clears throat> I want to give us half a point for the next one. I'm going to come back to this one. Sorry, I missed one, but a half a sp- half a point for Aaron, for us saying not to buy Aaron Clark. Um, yeah, which I think for 99 percent of the season was good advice. Yep, actually, probably 100 percent of the season was good advice. Really, um, Billy Walters, lol, <laughs> <laughs> the the nepotism. We called it in January. We called that he was going to win the starting five eight job, but then he lost it. But he was a buy at the start of the year, so I think when he was a two, I think I don't want to give us any points. I want to call it a zero for a two hundred forty k cash cow. So just yeah. don't score that. Don't score yeah. that in either direction. I don't think. Hmm. Um. Oh, Jason Tumalolo. Oh no. Worst case scenario, he's going to average fifty this season. How much is he averaging? Uh, oh, about fucking 12. 44.9. <laughs> about 12. No. Yeah. Well, uh, hold on. Let me... Yeah, I mean, he's averaging 48 if you take out the uh, the injury game. It's a zero. Yeah, if not a, zero. a negative, 0. 0.5. Yeah. Yeah. If you're worst case... Yeah, you said worst case. <laughs> you yeah. dug your own grave there. Yeah, yeah. He's no, going in. Oh, I did a way worse one later, which I'll give you. An, I'll give myself a negative for. Christian Welch, RIP, pour one out. Oh, Chris. We said he was going to be a fifty-five to sixty-minute middle forward, which in fantasy played sixty-one minutes before he did his Achilles. So, um, I don't think we can score in either direction for that. No. Yeah, no. zero. Um, we said Cherry Evans wasn't a buy. He was likely going to average in the high fifties instead of the. Mid sixties, where he was priced, no good. And he's currently averaging fifty nine. So I think long term prevailing wisdom is that was actually good advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pat Carrigan, not fantasy relevant. Mm-hmm. But we said in fairness, we said if something happened to Haas, he would be a good option. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Zero point five. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's a zero. Like it's a pretty strong take to say uh, not fantasy relevant, and then yeah, I mean he was definitely fantasy relevant for periods of the season <laughs> until we forgot how to tackle. Yeah, I think his PPM just completely changed. Yeah, like I think he stopped doing stupid things and instead did good things. Became a leader of that team. It's hard to statistically quantify that. He'll be quite good next year, right? Priced at about fifty. Depends what happens to Payne Haas if he goes to the Titans or not. <laughs> but but does Haas being in the team materially alter his minutes? Yes. Mm. When when Haas doesn't have a mum shoulder, yes. Yep. We'll Rocco get to Berry. Is, yeah, I, I, I'll just I reckon we call that a zero. Mm-hmm. But 
count him as a player. Give me your Rocco Berry takes. Rocco Berry is a dud. Yep. One. At bet, bet, best case scenario, he's going to average low 30s, but more than likely 26 to 27. Have a guess what his average is. Did he play enough games to get an average? <laughs> 20, 20, he played seven games this year, mate. Oh, seven too many. Yeah, he's playing this week, is, His average is 26.2. Matt, I don't know. I haven't looked at the team list. No, he is. It's embarrassing. Yeah, twenty six point two, mate. That's a that's a full marks. Mm-hmm. Toby Sexton, mid fifties average in a tier with Hines for scoring. Oh dear, he was the biggest uh, mirage of the season. I think every yeah, year 100%. we've we've got one. Every year we've got one. Like twenty twenty one, it was Takiyaho. Like the, where all the data mm. points to this guy being a buy, and then when they get on the field, they just yeah, they're just yeah. not good, mate. Not all the data did. In fairness, we talked ourselves into him. There was a at the start of our Toby Sexton analysis, he wasn't a buy because of his reserve grade stats and his low kick meter percentage and the Titans being shit, and we talked ourselves into him. Damn. Negative one. Yeah. Tom Starling. We do not trust Ricky Stewart. Why do we trust that he has a fifty five plus minute role moving forward? And then we talked ourselves into him by the start of the season. And guess what? Don't trust Ricky Stewart. We got stickied. We got stickied. So not only do we get a negative one, but at this point I'm going to bring up what I said about our uh, lessons that we need to learn for next year. The early analysis is the correct analysis. Mm. Don't get swept up in the hype. Do not get yeah. swept up in the hype. The early analysis is the correct analysis. There's been a plenty of these guys now where we've done our analysis, we've come up with something, we got excited later on, and we talked ourselves into players that ended up being a dud. Blake Taft's a good example as well. Yeah. You did all the analysis on him, had all of his reserve grade stats, and then he did exactly what we thought he'd do. <laughs> yeah, mate, uh, in fairness, Ryan and I, neither of us got caught up in that, mate. That was just you. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure Ryan had him. Yeah, I did, did you, Ryan? Yeah. In yeah, mid-season, yeah, I had him for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I never even considered him. Yeah. That's because I'm smarter than both of you guys. Mm-hmm. Which is I why I, a, which I is why I, it's <laughs> <laughs> why I identified our uh, next player, Adam Fanua Blake, as being a steady option this season. Um, but I think I leaned pretty heavily into the word steady because um, that's an understatement and a half calling him steady because he's been nothing short of boring as batshit all year. Just bad. Just a bad player this year. The complete opposite of what we've seen from him in the past. Just nothing attacking wise. All just boring base stats. He's basically Jake Trebovojevic playing less minutes. For a worse team. For a worse team. Yeah, um, Ryan, I though, agree. you did say he was at an awkward price and he wasn't a buy and we preferred Tom Alolo, so I'm going to give us half a point for that. Okay, all right. Kurt, Kurt mm-hmm. Mann, he's a buy at 13, well, more than likely average in the mid-40s. Now, I had a look at Kurt Mann, and before he started sucking, he was all right, so I'm okay to give us half a point for this. Yeah, he was uh, He was going okay until he got injured. Yeah. He made 130K, so I think that's a win. Yep. You take that. Um, now, Ryan, you get I don't you don't get any points with this, but I want to give you credit for identifying the team and the position just the wrong player. 
Um, okay. You brought up Josh Papali'i as an option when you should have been bringing up Joseph Tarpany. <laughs> Um, yeah. So zero points, but you're highlighting that there was a potential there for some increased minutes in the prop area um, and that it was more than likely to be Papali'i, but we obviously, if we had a got Tapani, we would have been heroes at that point. Yeah, would have been huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyron Peachy's a dud, stay away. I think we had a couple of people asking about him. I don't want to give us any points for that and nothing about Papa. I think we just, you know, leave him out of it. This one here, we're going to get a negative. Um we got really excited about Jake Trebojevic. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but neither of us uh, started with him. I think we were just sort of memeing. It was a bit of no. a meme. Ryan, you correctly identified that uh, Jake Trebojevic is not a tackle machine. A uh, tackle bust machine, I should say. Yep. Um, we did suggest to people to use the eye test before deciding to purchase, uh, which luckily I think a lot of people did and not many people decided to purchase. Um, So zero, but score that one, I reckon. But then I did say there's no way he's going to get worse than he was this year, and he was much worse. Yeah, he somehow got worse. Five (laughs) points worse. Um, Yeah, Jacob Saifidi, no interest. A lot of people were looking at him. Paul Momorowski, we got very excited about. He's been a dud. Zero, but score him. Um, And then, Ryan, you got really excited about Wade Graham again. So negative five, <laughs> negative five for you. What? A, wait, what? No, come on, mate. He was my captain in round seventeen. He right. was the yeah. best. I would not Ryan's have made it to. Tonight. I would not have made it to a grand final without the spirit of Wade. All right. No, Plus I know five. he's a he's a good for the locker room. I know. Yeah, he's a leader. He's a locker. He's a fantasy locker room leader. He was the spirit. He was the heart and soul of the Cubs this year, the Cranbrook Cubs. Uh, <laughs> so, Rob, how many players have we scored there, mate? Oh, there's quite a few. All right, give me a second. So, yeah, yeah you you count them up, but I, I'm going to count. I'm going to double check here. So, I got Pat, Crichton, Burton, Ilias, Randall, Haas, six, Turbo, seven, Taff, eight, Targo, nine, Aitken, ten, Savage, eleven, Amone, twelve, Samar, Stefano, thirteen. TPJ 14, Hines 15, Hetherington 16, Teddy Fafida Penasini is 20. Kate Well, Ponga Johnson's 23, Cotter's 24. Isaiah Popoli 25, CNK 26, Hammer Bird, Grant, Watson, Angus takes us to 31. And then what? Nanai, Martin, Cook. Murray's 35. McInnes. Oh, McInnes. I miss reading out what we said about McInnes, which is uh, worried about the minutes. Don't uh, look to buy him. Look, look at him towards the origin period, which also was great advice. Uh, yeah, he started at, in the 60s. So add, add one and one for, I reckon, that one. Robin, where did we get to? This is... For the pods. Aren't we still going on the pods? No, we're done. Yeah, that's the pod. He's done. He's the last one. All right. Did anyone? 31 players? No, it's like 42, 43, 44, 45, 
46, 47, 48, 49? Yeah? I got 49. And how many 49. points? All right. I reckon we were about at 85%. We did okay, I think. Considering mm. only a couple of howlers, I was expecting more howlers, to be honest. Really, like yeah. Sexton was the only huge, huge howler. Yeah, I, I reckon talking people into getting Pango instead of Murray is a pretty savage indiscretion. Yeah, and that would have been a, that would have been our advice in round one as well. It would have been. Yeah, I think you're right. Which, I mean, after round one, it was looking all right, and then round two happened, and Murray suddenly uh, was back to being a complete 70-minute jet. So, Yeah. I think it was pretty hard to predict he was going to be a massive minute, like 70-plus-minute player. Yeah. Considering, like, the minutes in that South's forward pack, I think you're right. But, I mean, uh, we've saved the real howlers for the uh, for the hot takes when we get to that, I think. <laughs> oh, mate, that's why they're hot takes. So no one's expecting it to be accurate. It'd be that's it'd true. be boring if it was accurate. You had one really good one I'm looking forward to. Okay. Right. Right, Come so on, Rob. 34.5 and then minus four for your... So 30.5? Four takes. So, yeah, 30.5 out of 49. That's 62, 62%. Oh, yeah. I think that's pretty... I, I think the minuses might be a bit rough, actually, there now. That I we... think so, too. <laughs> Yeah, that really takes away. But say that takes yeah, it takes us to seven, just over seventy percent, which is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But I think if we had a stuck to our advice, our, like our early hints, we would have been higher than that. So I'm, I'm happy right, with that. Lesson for next year, we've got to remember. It looked better than the um than the percentage says. I think. Yeah. It felt good going through it. Yeah. No, I agree. Lot, no one can be seventy percent. Future well, predictions are good. A lot of zeros in there that bring the percentage down. I think. Yeah. All right, what's next? Right. Into so, Rob, what do you got, mate? You were listening to our what? What episodes yeah. did you listen to? I listened to. Sorry, one second. Let me get it up. Um, the <laughs> way too early 22, 2022 selections. Okay. Um, which were interesting. Um, okay. It wasn't got? a whole lot. It was mostly this. So, this was your last episode of last year. So, your episode twenty-five or episode round twenty-five. Um, yep. So a lot of it was kind of team list and, and that kind of thing. Um, the most <laughs> interesting thing from this episode was, and I'll be interested to see if, if you followed your own advice, but Mark, your big take from last year's, last year's season was um, you're going to stop going for the hero move <laughs> and you're going to start trusting your gut. Would you say you did that? I think so. Yeah, good. Yeah, there was definitely a couple of times where I – there was only – I think there was two two times where I – but, like, my gut was telling me something. So, like, what, the reason what, what precipitated that is there was a couple of guys last year who I just flat-out missed, like Hines. Mm. And Cleary. I just, I just never got him and never got Cleary. <laughs> and, like, so the hero move, skipping Hines, even though I liked Hines, like I actually called him out as being a great option if he started, and then he started, and I didn't buy him. And same with Papali'i. Like I called Papali'i in the preseason at 500k, didn't buy him. You know, so this year I sort of went for a couple of those guys that I really believed in. And I mean, you know, a lot of them actually worked out for me. I've had my best. I'm going to have my best overall finish ever this year. Um. So I guess all up, I have to say I'm happy with. 
me following that advice. The two that I missed, I missed Taylor and May, but I thought he was going to lose. I thought he was going to drop out for uh, um, Charlie Staines again. Um, But then Toto got injured, Hmm. uh, which, you know, you can't do anything about that. And the other one was I am um, just absolutely filthy at myself for peer, bowing to pre-pressure and getting Daily Cherry Evans instead of, Didim, instead of Dylan Brown. That cost me a win in the, uh, the Hurt Locker. Bloody Cherry. I, was, I could have gotten Dylan Brown and Cameron Murray instead of Cherry Evans and Yo, um, which would have been just so much better for me. So, But other than that, um, I think I followed my advice it's very good. Okay. And R- Ryan, yours was your advice for yourself mm-hmm. was to be more conservative towards the back end and don't make the glory play. Um, yeah, I think I, I think for the most part I, I did that. I it's hard when you're to... chasing a head-to-head grand final, though, isn't it? Sometimes you have to make. But Ryan yeah. does it every year, though. So. <laughs> it's just yeah. standard for me, isn't it? Yeah. Making the grand final is part of his base. Well, because oh, of course. Because I used uh, my final two trades in in round twenty three to make the grand finals. Because I I figured and, and like I knew it was a risk of um you know a, a random red dot like Damian Cook in the grand final that could cost me not having a trade and so I knew that was a possibility and that's kind of why I'm not too upset because like I, I made the decision to burn my last two trades in round twenty three to make the grand final because uh, at the end of the day like the runners up prizes for those two grand finals were very good so like I, I felt like I had to secure. Secure at least the payout, and if I won, I won. So uh, I think I'm happy with how I did trades-wise. Very good. Um, all right, some of the 2022 people that you touched on, um, noting that this was the end of 2021. Yeah, were... we didn't know about the new scoring changes either. No, and also you didn't know who was going to retire or go to the Super League. Um, yeah. Or, you know, or that <laughs> oh, I feel like there's a few coming now. <laughs> is is Manu favorite... on the list? Oh man, I wish it was. I think it was. A, we already knew he was going to the Super League at this point. Um, but the main one was Benji Marshall. Boy, <laughs> why is that funny? He's a, he's awesome, mate. What are you talking about? I love him. I love him. Well, we thought but he was going to be the Rabbitohs halfback. Well, yeah. No, you said silly not to take a South starting halfback. That said, Elias wasn't great. So no, I didn't take Elias. <laughs> he's, he's not Benji Marshall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought Benji Marshall was a good one. I know it's hindsight's twenty twenty, but I just thought that was real funny. Um, another one in a similar vein that you got excited about was Curtis Sirinen. What? what? What happened to Curtis Sirinen? I think what, he was. Did, did he not play this year? <laughs> Where, who? Curtis Sirinen. Why did we get excited about a Curtis Sirinen? Oh, I think he, he got injured. Start. I think he got injured early, and we were assuming. I think what you did in this Andy, episode, and then, he, and then he went to, and then he went to Super League. Uh, yeah, so what you did in this episode was just looked at the blokes who'd lost the most money. Um, ah, yeah. Which, yeah, which is interesting and fun to do. I mean, it's what I've done for 2023. So, yeah, uh, Ryan even said that's an exciting one for Curtis Serenin, which I, <laughs> which I chuckled. <laughs> yeah, so mate. don't don't have a go at me, Ryan, you dog. What, mate? He, <laughs> you you... making out like it's bad. You liked it at the time, don't mate. If you don't... picked up Curtis Serenin in your in your uh, Super League. Fantasy league, yeah, how's he going? He's, he's played four games and scored two tries. <laughs> he's a dirt, mate. He's a dirt. Um, a couple of good ones you got were um, Paddy Carrigan. I know we said that was probably a wash, but um, you said that because you know he'd lost quite a lot of money that year before, so started at a lower price. Um, so I thought that that was 
I guess he became, I know you said he wasn't fantasy relevant later in the, in the um, preseason, but you said he'd be good. And the other one was Pappenhausen, who you all nailed to that. Um, you said they'd lost 200 K in 2020, in 2021. And then you said that they're not blowing you away for 2022 were Isaiah Yo and, and David Clemmer, which I thought were pretty funny. Um, those were, yeah, two pretty excellent blokes um, that we should have started with. Um, you nailed Xavier Coates um, going to Melbourne, um, but noting that he wouldn't be as good. Uh, and you nailed Nick Meany um, getting an uptick going to Storm um, from the Dogs. Didn't he? One, one you missed. Um or you said might be fantasy relevant as well, which I thought was pretty funny, was uh, Francis Molo going to the Dragons. Um, yeah. I think there was What's a bit of... Francis um, Molo, mate? He's just... Oh, he's just mate, that he's is Queensland State of Origin star Francis Molo to you, mate. <laughs> yeah, is he fantasy relevant though, mate? No. No. Um, well, he's yeah, fantasy and, and... relevant in that he sucks, which has helped Jack Bird. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, yeah, but no, I thought I thought like apart from those those just funny ones, that, yeah, you you did you did well. Yeah. Um, so so moving to that well moving to that this this year coming, there's some obvious candidates here. Um, who did you have on your list? I'll see if there's anyone else that I want to add. This is for 2023. Yeah. Um, Cleary, obviously. Um, I like Schuster when he moves to half for Manly. Um, Elisa Katoa, if he gets an edge spot at Melbourne, um, possibly Reese Walsh, if he gets like a half spot or fullback at Broncos, he's pretty cheap. Um, what about the future starting halfback of the Redcliffe Dolphins, Cody Nicarima? <laughs> yeah. Who's actually going to get the half spots? It's going to be O'Sullivan, right? And O'Sullivan Nicarima probably. Isn't it going to be Milford? Oh, yeah, probably is. Yeah. Jeez, there's not a halves battle for the ages, those three. Jesus. I have thought about some Dolphins guys. That, you know, he's yeah. actually going to be low-key, be a Jet next year is Mahesi Makatoa when all the Eels forwards leave. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I just thought, bloody, uh, we've got, we got Wayne Bennett, Milford, and Nick Arima. It's like the 2017 Broncos. <laughs> Where's Adam Blair, eh? I'm pretty sure Sean Sullivan was at the Broncos system playing reserve grade at that point. Oh, he was too. That's right. Yeah, before he went to the Warriors. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's a couple Ask of interesting ones. Are there now. any Dolphins you think you might start with? Well, there'll probably be some, like, you know, sub 300K guys that, yeah. you know, just Robert being Jennings, on the field right? long enough. Robert yeah. Jennings. Edric Lee. Oh. He's 500K, Edric Lee. Yeah, he's a jet, mate. Remember when everyone was laughing when I was suggesting him? <laughs> yeah, not, not us, mate. We, we're fans. I know you. I know you guys are connoisseurs of fine fantasy options like Edric Lee, Flying Lee but, brothers. I mean, the average, the average player, the Flying Lees. Yeah, exactly. The average player was laughing in our face, and now we're laughing at them. I think we got a trade question. Should I trade Edric Lee to David Fafita for seventy grand a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. yeah. That's that's great. So, mate, yeah, bully to us. All right, was that it? Um, oh, yeah, that's the kind of guys I penciled down. I hadn't. Yeah. What about, um, what about Tommy Turbo? He averaged thirty-seven this year. Is he going to be oh, mate, cheapest? Yeah, he's he's going to be he's going to be the first yeah, player on the yeah, list for sure. 
It's going to be the year of the wind. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be a turbo ponga Pappenhausen stack next year. Yeah, geez. And then, and then we get Teddy during Origin time again, right? No. It'll probably be Nickel Cookstar at the Warriors. Yeah, I was trying to think about the Warriors, though. Like, 23. What, 23. what are they actually going to line up as? Because hopefully Metcalf? it's Metcalf. Hopefully it's Metcalf. And then, like, yeah. Volkman, Volkman instead of Sean would be nice. Yeah. Oh, no, Tamari Martin. Martin and then they've got Tamari yeah, Martin, they've actually, too. They've actually got a few options there. But they're all bad options. They're all five eights. They're all, <laughs> they're all five eights. Yeah. Every single bad option they could possibly find. They, the Warriors is to spine players as the Dragons is to forwards. <laughs> just we're just going to sign the, all the worst players on the the just the most mediocre deals we can find. Horrible, isn't it? And then do you know really how to fit them all in? Do you know what tennis Lizniak is on eight hundred k a year? He's I the most expensive that. winger in the league. I do know that. Unbelievable. What about, about Mbai on uh, 900k? Oh. Yeah. That is... Most expensive 14. That's almost as rude as Luke Brooks earning the same as Daily Cherry Evans next year. Oh, Jesus. And then people wonder why the Tigers haven't played finals in over 10 years. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic, mate. Yeah, the Luke Brooks contract is... That is up there with the worst contracts in sporting history. Well, they're the yep. same club that paid Moses Mbai that huge deal. Yeah, Chris McQueen was on like seven hundred grand a couple of years ago, and Russell Packer. Oh, oh. Wow. Russell yeah, Packer just... was on like six, seven hundred grand. It's just theft, isn't it? Oh, mate, yeah, it's rude. And then they come out and they're like, "Oh, I'm disappointed. The club's not supporting me. They don't want to re-sign me." And they're like, "Mate, you have been stealing a living for a long time." I think there is more chance of me being a successful halfback in the NRL than Luke Brooks. I think you'd actually be quite a good agent, Mark. Oh, mate. They don't want that because I'll be telling the players, no, you're not worth that, mate. I'd never get a client. <laughs> my, my clients, if they listened to me, would be a part of premiership winning teams, but they would be constantly complaining about their contract being not big enough. Yep. You just pay them in third-party stuff, mate. Yeah. But here's a question. Let's say you're a sports person, right? What is the difference between earning five hundred grand a year and earning six hundred grand a year or six hundred fifty grand a year? What's the difference, really? By the time you pay tax and all that sort of stuff, like, do people actually notice the difference between those two salaries in their bank account? I mean, probably depends where you live. If you live in Townsville, probably not. If you if you live in Sydney, you probably do. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like it's I just a massive you're... amount of money. Like at some point, like. That's not the only important thing. Like Cody, I'm sure Cody Nicarima's on 500 grand a year. Like surely he would go, you know what? I'll take a minimum contract and go sign a deal with Penrith to be their 14 for next year. You know, instead of just banging your head against the wall, you know, at that point. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. But, but I mean, I understand the idea of wanting money. But surely, do you reckon Luke Brooks knows that he's massively overpaid, or do you reckon he thinks that he's good? No, I think it's, I think he knows overpaid. he's overpaid. I think it's a bit like Ash Taylor; like he was on that massive contract, and then it sure just like wore away at his mental go, health. Guys, I know I'm being overpaid. I want to help the club get better. I'm going to take a salary decrease from one point one million dollars a year to five hundred grand a year. No, yeah, stuff that. No, but like surely, you know, like 
yeah, I don't know. I just uh, my my um, I'd feel obligated. I think. Well, you're never going to get a contract like that again. Like you may as well just take the the money because you're never going to see a contract that. Good yeah, but you go again. down in history as a laughing stock. You know what's that worth to you financially? Well, I'd rather be a laughing stock on a million a year than a laughing stock on five hundred k a year. Yeah, oh man, five hundred a lot of money though. No, I don't know. I, I, it's just yeah. I don't know. It's, it's it's just a funny. I know it's 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 it, like you know in practice people don't go and give up half a million dollars a year. I understand that, but they should. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway, man. we're going off track. We're going off track. Rob, what other podcast did you listen to? It was the first. No, one that was it. I, I listened to the. I, I started listening to the other one, which was oh, I can't like the impact of the real changes and all that. Real changes. You didn't discuss any players, so I felt like yeah. it, there was limited value so, in, in so this podcast. Go in there and talk about all the really fantastic and correct points that we made. Yeah, all to, the points you made were great. You know, kick, kick meters were nerfed and right. um, all that kind of thing. Great. Good job. Thanks, mate. Good analysis. You are the you're the Luke Brooks of. <laughs> oh Fantasy no! Analysts, good job. I'll give myself no. a pay cut. <laughs> good. I'll, I'll, I'm halving your pay for this week, mate. Just as well. <laughs> all, um, right. all right, Ryan. What did you? What, what do you do your due diligence on the hot takes? Yes. Time for the fun one. So uh, this is from our flaming hot takes episode on the 23rd awesome. of February. Um, so I, I, I came into the episode with a bunch of stuff prepared. Mark uh, had nothing. He was just flying off the seat of his uh, pants, just throwing hot takes left, right and center. Because like to Mark, hot takes just come naturally. He's just oh, you know, yeah. a natural hot take machine. I just wake um, up. So I'll start with um, I'll start with you, Mark. So you had a couple of ladder predictions before you had a couple of fantasy predictions. Um, okay, all right. It's, it's some of the. Uh, I mean, firstly, we said I said, "quote No one's going to remember this in three weeks." So I think that's what spurred us to just throw things out there. And I think we were right up until this point. Um, <laughs> so, so Mark said, uh, "You said, mate. Uh, you said Parramatta are going to miss the top eight. Um, that Brad Arthur would be sacked and the wheels would fall off come Origin." Oh, mate, in fairness, they were looking a bit shaky for a while there. They were. They were. <laughs> they were looking uh, very shaky after that loss to the Tigers, or whoever they lost to. I'm going to go back and find it. They were looking very shaky. And then on the on the cusp of uh, your para prediction, you said that uh, Papali'i is not a keeper Wasn't in 2022. Be a relevant player. Yeah, I know. I do remember that one. <laughs> that's that's a I do remember that and regret saying it. Um, although your next one, uh, you said the dragons would be spooners. So I, mean, oh, I know you, you hated the dragons. In essence, they are they they have the wooden spoon. They've got to be the worst tenth place team. Yeah, that, it, that's what I mean. All the, they've only not got the spoon because the other teams below them are so bad. Yeah. Um, this this one, I'm, I'm going to give you a. Uh, did, did, I, did I not say? I'm sure I said word for word. This is the best, the worst NRL roster I've ever seen. You did say something along those lines, yeah. <laughs> you did, and um, <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. right, right, right before that, uh, you said um, this Cowboys team is terrible, but we're not coming last. <laughs> Mate, well that's right. Full, full yeah, marks. Right. Full marks. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you well, are... I, I went on another podcast a couple of days after this one and they were asking me about my realistic thoughts for the Cowboys ladder. Hmm. And I said, I don't know if they're going to come fifth or 15th, but they're definitely not coming last. 
and I was too low. Yeah, you were. Come on, top three. Well, they still technically could come fifth, but it would take a lot. No, they can't finish lower than fourth because Storm and Para mm. play each other. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, same. Yeah, so they, I didn't know they were going to come fifth or 15th, so, yeah. Mm. All right. Um, you you ended the, uh, the the Hot Takes episode on a... Um, on a happy note, but I guess now reading it back, it's, it's probably going to be sad. Um, we, we thought it was a happy ending at the time, but it's pretty sad in retrospect. You said, uh, this year is going to be the Warriors year. You said, quote. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You said, quote, I'm going to be wearing my Warriors jersey a lot more than my Cowboys jersey this year. Oh, oh God. Man. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. Mm. Uh Okay. And uh, yeah, that, that was the funniest one I think in retrospect. Yeah, but, well, that's um, You had a big win. You so one of your flaming hot takes, and it turned out to be a big win and correct, actually spot on. Um, you said Latrell was going to be a top three wing fullback this year. Very good. Oof. And he's third currently. Oof. Yeah, that's a big win there. Big dub. All right. Now we've we've done we're done laughing at Mark, so let's laugh at me now. Okay, um, all right. I had, a, I had a couple of howlers. Um, so okay, I said, stop <laughs> "Come on, mate, don't spoil it." Um, we're going to say the first the first big L I took. I said Toby Sexton was going to be the third best half in fantasy this year. Oh my god, is he in a tier with Dale Terry? <laughs> no material difference between him and Terry. Oh, mate, me doubling down on it halfway through the season is much worse than you calling it in the preseason. I saw all the bad and I doubled down. That's what made it worse. Oh, geez. Um, I also, for some reason, it goes back to our Gerbo love. I said Gerbo was going to be a keeper this year. Um, oh, I love that. And, you, and I, said he was so gonna, I said he was going to average 55. I was, uh, I was close. Yeah. I think I misspoke. I meant to say 45. Um, yeah. Mate, we had him up at around the 58 at one point in the preseason. Mate, you said, when I said that, you said, quote to me, we're supposed to be doing hot takes, not completely accurate fantasy knowledge. His <laughs> 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 last three average is 56, to be fair. Oh, mate, we were almost right. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> you just forgot how to bust tackles. I think the fantasy scorers are accidentally not recording his tackle bus. I think that's what the issue was. I feel like you reverse jinx to into getting dropped from Origin. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Like, are we, Can we go back and check the, check the tape? See if we can get some extra Jerbo tackle bus added. I'm sure we can make up enough to get him to 55. Justice for Jerbo. <laughs> I want to see hashtag justice for Jerbo in the group. Justice maybe. for Jerbo. Little <laughs> bath next year. Made it all the way to the end. Hashtag oh, justice for Jerbo. This was the best. Part. You know, I know the one person who's gonna do a hashtag justice for Jerbo. Actually, there's two people I know are gonna do it. Matty Lippiet Sidman's one, and Cody Pilov's the other one. He's the best. I'm going to get at least two Justice for Jerbos and everybody else is going to be going, what are these people talking about? Oh, jeez. All right. Um, I said, and this, and keep in mind, this was before, this was when Josh Hodgson was still the starting hooker for the Raiders. I said Tom Starling was going to be a top five hooker in fantasy. Oh, which, my. mate, I was looking all right until Sticky happened. 
<laughs> I was yeah. looking all At right, what point it... did Sticky take over the Raiders this year? Uh... <laughs> I think he was there the whole time, mate. And it's been yeah, little finger in there. <laughs> Should have known. Yeah, but I mean to say that when uh, Josh start, when Josh Hodgson was still the starting hooker of the uh, Raiders, I don't know, not mm. not terrible, but still turned out no. terrible. Um, okay, I said Burton. I said Matt Burton. You were you were very high on Matt Burton at the time. You didn't like this hot take. Um, I said Burton is going to average below fifty. Um, is he under fifty? He's averaging fifty one. Fifty one. Oh, so, so I was right, and you were wrong. Yeah, mate. Yeah, but. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in essence, I was right. In essence, I was yeah. right because I, I said quite. Because um, also at the time, a lot of people were picking the dogs to go close to the top eight and real and you know be a lot better this year. I said at the time, yeah. um, the Bulldogs' attack won't be much better. They are still a bottom four side, and currently they're sitting um, bottom Just five. So. Yeah, and yeah. Only because the teams below them are so bad. Basically, and, and really, bottom four into the ocean. Eh? The mm. dogs' attack was still shit until Trent Barrett got fired. Um, mm-hmm. Now, okay, so now my ladder predictions. I actually, I feel like these are actually not too bad. Uh, I said, I did say Broncos top four, which was looking really good up until about round 22. Um, mm-hmm. I did, I said South will miss the top four. And then I also said um, Melbourne will miss the top four and finish fifth, which if they lose Ooh. this oh, week, could happen. they will finish fifth. So I'm cheering the Eels for that one oh, to be right. You don't want to cheer the Eels though. Yeah, no one. If you're yes. cheering the eels, then you've 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 misunderstood the spirit of the game. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a Sophie's choice. <laughs> so my ladder predict my fantasy predictions were pretty bad, other than Burton, which was mm. you know, not too bad. And then my my ladder predictions are actually not too Can bad. Can we just either. go into the NRL here in, in the amateurs fantasy sports website, which has been inactive for about eight months now? <laughs> what's our what's our uh, what's oh, our while he does NRL? this. Ryan, what's the um? How's the punt club doing? I haven't I haven't checked out. Oh, I wish you didn't bring that up, Rob. No, yeah. please. Uh, the people want to know. No, it's going okay. I mean, when, you know, we, people are going to get had, their money back, basically. Yeah, we've had some highs and lows. Um, there was one point there where we were exactly even plus fifty dollars, and we strongly considered stopping betting. <laughs> Um, but we're going to end up. I that. think it's about eighteen cents in the tw- eighteen dollars in the twenty dollars. People are going to get it back or something like that. Yeah. Um, so for a season so worth of fun. Yeah. All in all, yeah, it's been pretty fun, except for all that. There's like about four people in the punt club that have been just absolute pricks in the comments after every single bet that loses. But they have we'll just turn comments off next year. <laughs> oh no, it's funny going through and reading them until you lose about fifteen bets in a row, and then everybody gets like really upset. So, Ryan, we did a ladder predictor. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. In the preseason. Mm-hmm. So, Dragons with the Spoon. This was like our amalgamated uh, ladder, Yeah, our it? amalgamated predictions, yep. Right, yep. So, there's a couple of pretty bad ones in here. Um, okay. So, Dragons with the Spoon, Cowboys 15th. Ooh. Warriors in 14th, which is pretty, exactly pretty where close. they are right now. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tigers in 13th, pretty good in the bottom four, yep. The Sharks yep. next lowest. Ooh, wow. Um, which was an incorrect prediction. I missed two of the top four here. Uh, the Knights and the Titans rounding out the, uh, what would you call um, it? Bottom eight. Tenth and 
No. 11th and 10th, 9th and Titans, um, and the uh, the Bulldogs in 9th. Mm. Um, which are, they're, I mean, they're 12th, but they're, you know, they are three, five wins away from 10th. So, yeah, really nowhere near. Um, the Raiders in 8th, it's looking pretty good. Eels in 7th, Broncos in 6th, Rabbitohs in 5th, all in around the area. We have Manly in the top four. Yeah, um, which I mean, that's a turbo issue as much as anything else. More of a gerbo issue, I think. Well, yeah, <laughs> more in the conglomerated uh, turbo gerbo burbo. A burbo issue, do you think? Yeah, um, storm in three, panthers in two, and the roosters on top. Which might actually, I mean, right now the roosters are the form team in the comp. Yeah. At the business end. And Trent Robinson's been saying for the last two years that the team's been getting too been too good too early, not peaking at the right time. And he said he was gonna try to make him get him to peak at the right time in the preseason. So maybe he's got the formula yeah. right. He's finally figured it out because he's yeah, he got it wrong last year. He completely got it wrong last year. They Yeah, they were way yeah. too good at the start last mm. year. Yeah. Anything else, boys? Anything popped up? Um no, what's what's well, your number one lesson that you learnt this year, boys? Rob, something with you? Um, I think I'm going to have two teams. <laughs> I'm going to have an overall team and a head-to-head team. Oh, for next year, oh, you're going to have to. So, obviously, moving forward, we're going to have to do that because the buys are going to be way more. They're going to be brutal next year. year. Yeah, it's going to be like NFL, but worse, right? Because there's... Yeah, yeah. well, there's going to um, be at least one team on buy every week. And then there's going to be some super um, buy rounds. Yeah, there's going to be a bunch of threes and fives. Mm. Um, I remember buying Kieran Foran and Kieran Foran for some buy planning a couple of years ago, pre when when it was like that, which was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, when I it was Kieran Foran and Corey Norman were the Eels halves. Oh, uh, Kieran Foran at the Titans next year? That would be interesting. <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> I think it's just it's it's listening to like my gut and not getting swept into the you know the hype around a player um, mm. because so many times we were right in our assessment on someone and then yeah we've gone oh Starling you know Starling he's getting the starting spot um, and then it's, forgetting that it's sticky or you yeah. you gotta you gotta control that FOMO don't you mm. yeah the 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 early analysis is the correct analysis I think is what I'm gonna like yeah. as in you know. More so negative, like when I'm looking at a player and I go, no, I don't like that player, I'm going to have to ask myself, like, what has really changed? Um, and a starting jersey is not a guarantee ever, particularly with guys that don't play 80 minutes. Mm. And so. and also, like, getting sucked into a price point as well, like like with Starling, I think, because his price was so cheap, we all saw, like, you know, a... a a keeper hooker for sub five hundred or whatever, um, and it, yeah, it just didn't it just didn't work out. And then you've lost a trade, and you still need to get another starting hooker, which yeah, yeah. was probably my issue this year. I for think those of us that had Robson like, and Grant all year, or Robson and Cook, all yeah, year, Robson, and Grant, or Cook, the hooker ended um, up being like the least problematic position all year. Mm, whereas if you had like Marnie or Starling or um, oh, wasn't he just an absolute Ruben Cotter? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, there was actually a couple of guys that I missed. I don't know how I missed reading them out through our analysis, but we had Marnie down as a being a headache. Jacob Arthur getting the 14 jersey for most of the year and him playing in consistent minutes and sucking as well, which was pretty much bang on. Uh, I don't yeah. know how I missed that, but I remember listening to that in the podcast, probably because I was driving and not writing things down because I am i don't use my phone while I'm driving. But uh... it was only <laughs> five hookers that averaged over 50, I noticed as well, which is, you yeah. know, Quite interesting, like quite a quite a thin position at the end of the day. Yeah, considering the brothel strat, the brothel strat's dead. Mm. It's now Just the, the eighty minute hook is dead, isn't it? I think. Yeah, um, well, yeah. There's that. Yeah, it's the it's the middle, the big minute middle forward strat now. The, the small middle, the small middle era yeah. is is nigh. Yeah. What's your lesson that you learn, Ryan? I think my lesson is. Um, don't because in years past i've always been about you know trying to conserve trades and and i while i think that is valuable when you get to the pointy end of the season i think the biggest lesson i learned is don't be afraid to sell a player at their peak price if they're carrying an injury um you know like yeah. david david for feeder in 2021 when he had that rib cartilage injury he came back Frizzell, Payne Haas, like guys like that, if they're trying to play through an injury but they're still at a peak price, well, like I think holding Haas when he was, you know, after Origin 2 and he was Mistake. 700K, I, no, I think that was the correct decision. When he was like 700K, he had two weeks off after Origin and came back and he was actually all right. I think yeah. that was the correct decision. What I thought thought he think is the wrong decision, I should have sold him like I think I think Belent. After was, that 25-minute uh, yeah. game where he went off injured, you should have gone up a warning signs when he was named the next week. Exactly. That's when you should have sold when he was still like 850k or something. Um, that was the correct time mm. to get off. And you know, I think like Matthew Lippiat Sidman, who's probably still listening, I think he was on that as well. Like he was a big one, and Belent, um, they got off, and yeah, that that was the right decision. Yeah, I know TK got off that week as well. He went to Cleary that week. Mm. So, yeah, no, that's that, that was that's actually great advice, and that's you know. There's obviously, there's always these things that we don't hear about. Like, you know, there's, there's, you know, it's, and it's a hard one. Cause I mean, there's guys out there that are really good at doing stats and there's guys out there that are really good at watching footy, but the really good players can sort of combine the two and then quantify things that can't be quantified. And that's yeah. one thing like Ryan, what you're talking about, like how many fantasy points is playing through an injury worth? Yeah. You know, and it's hard to know. And you can't, like, what's the risk of somebody getting an early shower? Like, what's that actually worth? Like, you know, and, I mean, we talk about it. Like, you know, we we spoke about, like, TK spoke at length about round 25, like, likely the Panthers resting players against the Cowboys. He's been talking about that since, like, round 13, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's happened. Um, You know, understanding that and being able to quantify that into your analysis is important. Um, Mm -hmm. So that 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 is a good point as well. So um, I guess before we finish off, I probably should talk a little bit about um, plans for next year. Um, so I won't give it all away, but um, we are currently undergoing and have been for about three months a massive upgrade to the website. Um, so every cent that we earned from Punt Club has been redirected we'll, redirected and then some towards updating the website. So um, that is going to be um, 
I'm 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 pushing the website designer for some drafts of the of what it's going to look like, but I'm I'm honestly I'm really excited about it. Um, we're also doing a little bit of work with Rugby League Fantasy Pro on um, synergizing the two of our websites together. So uh, obviously they've got their stats database at the moment and how they do that, um, but actually using that to um, synergize with our articles that we're writing on players and and that sort of stuff, and, and hopefully we can continue to upgrade and bring useful, cool things and also like a website that's good to use as well. I know it's well, it was very informative last year, so we're trying to make it a bit more cool, for lack of a better word. <laughs> so, um yeah, I've, I've, you know, obviously I'm looking forward to – I actually have already started a list of players whose articles I want to write for 2023 because that's <laughs> – because I'm procrastinating doing any content for NFL because I don't want to. Um, <laughs> so, um, boys, any, any closing thoughts outside of that? Oh, just – how much fun has this season been? And I'm glad, like it, oh. it's been, it's been so good. Like we've our audience has increased, you know, what three times over, oh, our, tri- our, mate. Yeah, tripled. Yeah. Same, same with our fantasy group too. It's gone from like seven, eight hundred members last year to over two thousand. It's, it's so good to have, you know, so many people keen on fantasy because, like, at the end of the day, like we just, we're just addicts. We just love this game so much, and um, to the fact that people care about what we have to say is, is great. And, and it's great getting so many messages on Instagram from people like telling us that we've helped them get to their grand final and we've helped them you know get over the line and stuff like that it's um it's, it's mm. great to see that we're actually providing something useful to people yeah it's probably only like one in you know 300 people that message with something negative too like the, the vast majority is something so positive and it makes you want to actually get up and do stuff and want to you know turn around and do stuff obviously we keep everything we've kept everything ad free aside from trident and um How's the uh, and punk club, obviously, but I mean, that's you know, they they have helped, you know, we've helped each other in a way where obviously we've had a lot of fun with the punters club. Um, you know, the the five people in the comments on the punters club that are not happy with our bets that we put on sometimes, (laughs) they haven't had as much fun. Um, but we've had fun, and um, uh, obviously, punk club's been fantastic this year. Um, we, I would have loved to have been able to give a little bit more money to charity, but turns out we're not very good at picking first try scorers, Ryan. Um, <laughs> but we do have some money, which we'll, we'll uh, give some money to charity once that finishes. We probably need to put a, a good bet on this week to try to top that up a little bit. But no, there's, you Is know, there there's, a way for, um, for people to just donate whatever they put into Punk Club, just divert that to charity rather than taking their 18 cents out or whatever? Um. Yeah, mate, yeah, it's probably yeah, it's probably ninety cents on the dollar they'll get back roughly. Um, if they wanted to do that, I'm sure that they could probably organise that. Um, but I'd say it's probably just a case of because it'll need to get paid back out to their punt club account or their Ladbrokes account. So then they'd probably need to yank it and donate it. Um, but obviously, we'd strongly suggest that people do that. Um, you know, I don't know, Ryan. We haven't decided on a charity. Um, I'd say we'll probably do something, you know, rugby league related or sports related or, yeah. I don't know. Might, 
Mark Hughes or maybe something like suicide related with Paul Green. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. something like that. So yeah, we'll we'll do something like that. Um, so if you're interested in in piling into that or adding some extra or whatever, maybe we can. It'll be a bit hard to coordinate all of that and a lot of work that I don't really want to do because it's the end of the season. Um, but <laughs> once we announce where it's going, if you want to make those donations, that would be awesome. Obviously, we'd love to have that, and then we'll, in, we'll do those last couple of little tidy-ups. We need to work out whether it's going to be like I Love Amateurs or I Love Amateurs more that's going to win our uh, Trident voucher as well. And finish first overall. Yeah, well, I mean, it's basically a race between two now, isn't it? There's nobody like, – there's nobody that – the guy who's in thirds probably – he's 100 points behind, so – or fourth, so – uh, Will, Will, uh, who's he's got a forty-three point head start on Josh, who's in second. So, um, mm. yeah, no cookie in either. Oh, Will doesn't have cookie, which is helpful. Um, he must have used his last trade on him. Yeah, Josh doesn't have him either. So, oh, Rapana, <laughs> Josh is bought in Rapana. He got fifty-three last week. Oh, what a move! Um, Rapana's a jet. To who? No Stephen Crichton this week. Um, does he have a centre cover? Oh, he does not have centre cover. The guy in who first, will? will, does not have centre cover. And Lucky. Uh, and Josh has South full 17. It's going to be tight as. Yeah. No, that's well, going to be at the end a, of the day. Fantasy amateurs is going to be the winner yeah. on the day. Oh. Who's uh, who's the captaincy option this week? Because like, there's a real chance like blokes get a rest, and like you, you really want to pick someone that's no chance at a rest, don't you? Storm, like, it, it has to be a storm versus an eels. Munster eels, yeah. Okay. Is it Papali e Munster? Munster. Mm. Um, even roosters versus uh, rabbitos, maybe. Like, I can't see either of those teas resting people. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd yeah, be, you're right. Yeah, Roosters. Monster, but, I mean, you could do Murray. So you could do Murray. His floor's so low. Oh. I'd, I'd almost consider, like, Joe O as a captaincy option. Is it yeah. Tino <laughs> against the Warriors? Oh, no, Mate, I don't. If the answer to the question is Tino, you're asking the right question. Oh, Tino's been amazing. Yeah. Of course he has. Um, just in. like we started our season in 2021, Bag and Tino, we will end the 2022 season talking him up because that's how <laughs> we roll in the amateurs. <laughs> Rob, you can go to bed, mate. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up for 2022. Yeah, just want to say, Hopefully. lads, thanks, thanks, um, for having me on the podcast in the back half of the season. It's been a, um, it's been great jumping on and. Cheering a perspective. Um, I don't know. I've, I've I've added a lot to the uh, to the insight, but it's um it's been a, a great a great ride. And yeah, look, Maisie's been a good host at least. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, you've done a great job. And I mean, the New Zealand government and Jacinda's been subsidising us for having a work experience New Zealander on the podcast. So <laughs> that's who's paying for the balance of the uh, website upgrade, Jacinda. Oh, good old Jacinda. She's showing, eh? she's showing some money in there for a website upgrade for a work experience New Zealander. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the options were podcast hosting or scaffolding. So, you know, and, you know, we all yep. know you're not cut out to be a scaffolder. 
So. Yeah, no, I scaff, I scaff at night, mate. It's <laughs> oh yeah, okay, two jobs makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, Ryan, for uh, replying to the three million Instagram messages a week. Um, I'm on holiday now. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I couldn't have done it without you. And and same with you, Rob. And uh, hopefully next week, next year, intern James will decide he wants to do some work. Um, <laughs> I like ripping it into James because he's got no platform for replying. Yeah, he, James has been quite good as well, fantasy wise. Yeah. I feel like he could have added a bit more, but he's a man oh well. with no microphone. Mm. Preseason next yeah. year. In fairness, he did volunteer to fill in for me when I was away and you when you were away, and we didn't. We didn't get him in because we were slack, so it's not his fault. He tried. The Ryan and Rob Power Hour was too oh, mate, It was quality. I listened to it. It was it was at least at least as good as when I'm here, which is the most important thing. So, and we all know I'm the live of the show when I'm here. So, of course, I actually I actually said to do uh, Tiffany Ryan, my partner. I said uh, I think Ryan might actually be better at hosting than me. So. <laughs> Which is a worry because I don't have a good fantasy advice. So if I'm not a good host and I don't give good fantasy advice, I don't know what I'm doing here. You're doing a great I'm not, job. I'm mate. not the good You're doing a great job. the money. So <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what my job is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, behind the scenes. Right, that's that's enough waffling, guys. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy your uh, off season for those of us that are NFL addicts. Um, jump in, play a league. Send Rob a DM on Facebook if you want to start. League number seven, as long as you're not going to blind out. Oh, yeah, please, if you're joining, <laughs> just put your notifications on, for God's sake. <laughs> don't don't demand to join a league and then immediately become inactive. And then just turn off auto-draft so oh, that everyone has yeah. to wait 12 hours. No, oh, mate, poor Matty Sindone is just going off chops in the chat. He's just oh, it's me and, it is me and Matty, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, he's not having a good time. He's he must have nothing to do aside from draft NFL, but he loves it. He's he's in he's he's here for the boys, so can't can't begrudge that. All right, guys, good night. Thanks for joining us. See you in twenty twenty three. Love you guys.